The Brandon Peters Show may contain explicit language and detailed plot points. For more information on the show, stay tuned to the end of the episode. haven't fast forward through this part yet here's brandon and it's that time we close the week out with a song joining me for today's music video discussion i am happy to welcome back author greg mcgoon hello glad to be back yes our music video today comes from spin doctors for their song two princes it is the second single from get this, this five times platinum album, Pocketful of Kryptonite, which also featured Little Miss Can't Be Wrong. Like, how do they fall so fast? But that's huge, five times platinum. Well, you know what's, what's funny is, is like, they're probably Two Princes is their best known song. The funny, it never went to that song, never went to number one. And what I did recently find out that even cracks me up even more is the reason why it never went to number one is because of Achy Breaky Heart. Mm. <laughs> that was its direct competition at the time is Achy Breaky Heart was like this, like this song that was preventing this like five time <laughs> platinum album from having a single go number one. Wow. That's insane. That's insane. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Backup vocals by John Popper, a blues traveler. Yep. Was interesting. And it was nominated for a Grammy. Uh, really? Yeah, it was for best rock performance by a duo or a group. Okay. It, it lost to Aerosmith's Living on the Edge. And oh, yeah. it was in competition with Blind Melon's No Rain, Soul Asylum, Runaway Train, and a collaboration of Bob Dylan, Roger McGuinn, Tom Petty, Neil Young, Eric Clapton, and George Harrison, My Back Pages. Which, when I was going through this, Aerosmith, like, okay, I get singles can count differently, but they won this year for Living on the Edge, but it was either the year before or the year after. Crazy, they won the Grammy for that. They're off the same album. Get a grip. I'm like, huh. fine, I get it. The single is a different release and goes under different things, but I was like, that's... Yeah, I've never fully understand how music is categorized when you have like yeah. one album, but like they can like draw it out for like a year or two or three or something. I never fully get it, but I guess it's true. Like because this album, the song, when did the album of Two Princes come out? Because I didn't it was uh, because- years before like it started hitting big. Because yeah, like, somebody they I think the album came out in. Like ninety one, and, and then ninety three is when they took off. Yes, yeah. and that's what I thought because I guess as we discovered, there's two videos for two princes, two princes, and, two videos, and one of them was more casual, which was, I mean, I guess on the video that I watched, it like had like promo release or something right. on it, mm-hmm. so it wasn't. A, and then you have like the one that everybody knows which is the black and white with that brief like moment of very like orangey fall, like splash of color popped in there. I had like a director. The other one was more of like just a 
90s compilation like felt like I was watching like an early 90s like CW show or something or not CW but like that style of show where it's just somebody the WB like, or, UC- right or UPN WB <laughs> yeah yeah I know oh, I when they were separate and then they became like one the first one was more haphazard and kind of um there's not much to talk like, about with I, it yeah yeah okay so she, there's like clips of like a woman holding like a reptile or an amphibian, like a frog, or somebody said a chameleon. I think, I I don't know if that's supposed to be if it's a frog because frog at one point kind Prince, of yeah, yeah, like that's what I thought. But then I think I read somewhere where there's like there's a chameleon in it, and I was like, and a frog, or is that a chameleon? I need to like look closer at the at the creature in it on her hand. But I'm assuming like frog prince connection. But you also have him in that kind of costumey coat, sport coat, and like kind of. Like, like, he's, like he's wandering around drunk somewhere or like it's trains it's a train station it's like a train station he has a skull and like he has a hamlet moment at the end but he also like strips at the end which i appreciate yeah. so it's like i'm burying myself to you i mean you could read into it but really it's just dude <laughs> on stage having a good time and like we need insert footage right um, yeah, so that's... It's like, <laughs> there you go um, it doesn't work just as a live video with psychedelic filters coming in every once in a while so i know but, you know, and then they, like, upgrade to video two where they really want to tell a story this time. Right, yeah. Um, I mean, I it's so funny, the story that you that you get with it, where you kind of have, like, this competing over a waitress and, you're, and you have, like, a little montage in between this very, like, haphazard, like, like shaky cam of, like, quick cuts, everybody around, we're going to get everybody. 360, 360, 360. Yep. Look at them. Look all at them spin all the 90s. And it yeah. was colder. It was colder for this video because they're all in like wintry garb. Yep. His little like alpaca hat type thing and mm-hmm. um, sweater. So it was a very different vibe and more grungy in terms of like he wasn't, he had longer hair and he was clean or he had like a beard, like scruffier in this one. But he wasn't the prince in this one. It nope. was the other man. Mark. Uh, Mark. Thank you. This, this video um, assumes you are just best buds and know the band. Like they're like, ha ha, it's them spin doctor. I don't know who you are, but there you go. Yeah. You know, it's kind of has that. Um, vibe. So you have Mark, Mark getting featured as like kind of your poor prince, your popper of a prince type of mm-hmm. thing. And then you have the other guy who shows up with his bling and like that, like they have a chauffeur. It's just like, what is happening? Right. Um, and then I feel like I want to say, and I don't know, but like, when I was rewatching it, because it had been a while, like a long time since I've seen this video, because I don't know why I would have, because again, Spin Doctors were kind of my time, but before my time, because I wasn't really listening to them when they first came out. Mm-hmm. I think more of my stuff was influenced by Third Eye Blind, which was a little bit later, but yeah. like I didn't personally listen to a lot of Third Eye Blind, but I know a lot of people who did. That was more of like, the age when like that band was a thing spin doctors was kind of more of a past thing at the time of when like third eye blind was as big which third eye blind was huge with semi-charmed life which right. was very similar to two princes in a lot of ways and that band <laughs> i kind of get confused like i can't you kind of get i mean spin doctors is is more of like the foundation for a lot of those later on 90s bands i feel like mm-hmm. i'm not as well versed on that genre but just by listening i would say like spin doctors kind of put their new twist on kind of that blues travelers vibe and everything else and then all those kind of late 90s 
groups like Third Eye Blind and whatnot kind of took influence from Spin Doctors. So they, they weren't said- they weren't depressy, grungy, which was at the time hitting like your Nirvana's yeah. Soundgarden's were and Pearl Jam's were breaking out, and these guys had the sound, but they took it in a peppier kind of a peppier way, yeah. but kind of had a still that like lighter jam bandy thing with it. Which they all look like they're having fun, especially like even in like the, in both videos, but in the black and white one, that's more of like a directed video. Yeah. Well, it is directed. Um, they all just look like they're having fun. And it reminds me again of because it was filmed in New York, even though Friends isn't wasn't filmed in New York and it came out a few years later or a couple years later after the video, I guess, released um, the opening sequence of Friends when they're dancing around the fountain and they're just like doing the inserts. I was like, did they get that influence from Two Princes video? Because you <laughs> could see the, I mean, you just kind of see the way like they're hanging out around the fountain and then like the story just like in the park and you just kind of have that moment. And I was getting like flashes of like the Friends opening video theme song with like after watching two prints it was like friends came after this though so right. interesting so do you know um, where the park is that they like filmed it because it looked like there's a carousel in saratoga springs up by new york that and was thought, central park actually that really was central, was central park? park okay it was. I, I saw the carousel i was like was that no nope, that was central but, park okay. it took me a second because i was like wondering and then what's so funny is it re-watching that video was flashbacks to 2010 for me in New York when I was hanging out with my roommates in Central mm-hmm. Park in the fall, literally taking photos of us being like, let's be fun with our like camera phones when like camera phones were like still kind of a novelty. And we would just like throw leaves in the fall leaves with the like New York backdrop. I mean, we did that video, not even realize like now I'm thinking about it is like, I don't think any of us ever thought like spin doctors when we were in Central Park, but we did think nobody thought. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> true but the point is <laughs> look at us we're the spin doctors <laughs> we're going to central park for a spin doctors montage moment their legacy their, <laughs> the, the spin doctor legacy is anytime somebody like walked into it walked into a jimmy john's and saw the employees that they were like man who hired the spin doctors like that that's their legacy was the the aesthetic of your stereotype jimmy john's employee like i'm sorry yeah. jimmy john's people but I've heard that a lot from people. Like, <laughs> it's like, wait, who hired this? Is that what the spin doctors do now? Or who hired the spin doctors? Or do you have to look like a spin doctor? But, you know, and the message of that movie kind of relates to other things that we talked about on our longer one. Of yep. Just the idea of just go ahead now. It's kind of like, you know, there's two princes competing, like fake it till you make it. But also like that one has money, but I have heart and like love. And I'm just going to go for this anyway, because I'm determined and choose me type of thing. So there is a sense of kind of empowerment there of just go for it. Although in the wrong context, that could be a very bad thing. So you have to be very careful on how you approach the song and you have to look at it in its entire, like in its entirety, rather than just like the isolated, just go ahead now. Mm -hmm. I mean, he ends up with the girl, the waitress at the end of it. And the yeah. second, you know, he does like the, the poor classified as like the poorer prince. Mark so, in the leather it, jacket and the ponytail. Exactly. So you, you have that kind of notion of like love wins in the end and it's not about materialism and empowerment. And, and, and if he didn't just go ahead, he wouldn't have found the love of his life. So he took a chance. He made the call. He asked her out and it worked. So, so it's a good message there. Like, don't try, but don't be a stalker. (laughs) (laughs) 
I, I did notice that like it's it's shot predominantly in black and white, but the look of it it was reminded me, and this would have been like the exact same time, so it could have been influenced by it with Clerks. It looks like Clerks, and then I had this revelation. I was like, anytime the '90s decided, at least in the early to mid, to go black and white, it was always like documentary ish or yes. day in the life. Like that was the choice. Like oh, if you're going black and white, it's got to be like. You know, documentary style, which is really yep. interesting thing that doesn't happen now, but that, no. that's how it was back then. Yep. And this has that feel to it. Very and, much. Yeah, it definitely does have that kind of like we're following the lives of these people, mm-hmm. or it, but it it does kind of it does have that feel of like almost like a real world type of thing too, where it's just kind of that like we're looking into the lives of these. Like people. she's got to have it, Spike Lee, like yeah. that. Yeah. There, that's that's what I was going. With. Yep. Yeah. So I mean, it's fun, and I I didn't realize how much I actually liked the song until I like actually had to like sit down and pay attention to it, and I was like, oh, this is interesting. Enough times passed. It's okay to like it again, right? Yeah. That's very cool. Yeah. So that was that was a fun little like take back, but it definitely reminded. It made me miss New York. I will say that too. It did okay. make me miss New York a little bit. Thank you, Spin Doctors. There you go. <laughs> All right. Well, that'll do it for this week on the show. Greg, it's been a blast having you here. You've given me so much insight <laughs> and such on everything. One more time for the weekend, let people know where they can research you, find you, or follow you. Okay. You can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, I'm more active on Instagram at the McGoonies. So at the McGoonies, M C G O O N I E S. And you can find out about my work and other things on my website as well, gregmagoon.com. All right. And I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Brandon4KUHD, written work on whysoblue.com. The Brandon Peter Show returns next week, all new. But until then, always remember to keep the positivity in your online film chatter. Thank you for listening. The Brandon Peters Show is a Creative Zombie Studios production. Produced by Brad Shoemaker and Brandon Peters. Written and edited by Brandon Peters. Announcer vocals by Jessica Olsman. Theme song by Metavari. Web design and show art by Brad Shoemaker with Brandon Peters. All music and clips featured in the episode are property of their respective studios and no infringement is intended. Additional information on this and other episodes at brandonpetershow.com. For any inquiries, press opportunities, or sponsorship, contact mail at brandonpetershow.com. The show is available on Apple Music, Spotify, or anywhere podcasts are found.